speculation, of course. But we can be pretty sure that the piece of shrapnel to which I'm referring came from one German shell out of thousands, maybe hundreds of thousands, sent over Canadian lines that Easter weekend in France 96 years ago this week. From maybe 3,000 yards out, the shell would have arced up and over the lines of the German 6th Army past no man's land and, at about 30 feet over the troops and gun placements of the enemy, burst forth in a cloud of yellow smoke, propelling its deadly contents, small steel balls like the bullets of an old-fashioned musket, downward. Downward, in this case, toward 25-year-old gunnery sergeant George Hamilton Clarkson of Montreal, who takes at least one hit to the left side of his neck. I can't say what he was doing when it happened, or how badly he was hurt. The wound was not enough to get him sent home. But it's humbling. Maybe an inch away would have been his carotid artery. Sever that on the battlefield and the game is over. He would not return to Canada, move to my hometown of Saint-Jean, meet Angelina Blay and Mary, and they would not, over the next twenty years, have four boys and six girls who would beget them twenty-seven grandchildren and, to date, over forty great-grandchildren. One little ball of steel. On surface, this is the stuff of fantasy. What if I died in the war? What if I had never been born? It is a Christmas carol, and it's a wonderful life, or any of the parallel universe, time and space-bending episodes of Star Trek I've been watching lately. One is even tempted on a bad day to think this is someone else's alternate reality. It surely isn't mine. What if, what if, what if, well, whatever. The poet Paul Éluard wrote, Il y a un autre monde, mais il est dans celui-ci. There is another world, but it is within our own. George lived until June of 1973, leaving us when I was five. I have few memories of him, though I see him in the faces of so many of his descendants. The sad, kind eyes and wry, good-natured pout of aunts, uncles, cousins, my sister, me. Photos sketch out a skeletal frame of a life, a little blonde boy in breeches in a St. Lambert school photo, a handsome young soldier in 1914, a dashing F. Scott Fitzgerald type in the 1920s middle-aged and attentive to the Queen Mother and Prime Minister King in a shot from 1939. And then we skip ahead. A grandfather, a retiree, sweet-seeming, usually holding court in his chair, a stubby beer bottle often within sight, with his wife or other family nearby. But one letter exists from his time overseas, 
Written at summer's end in 1918 to his mother Mary in Montreal, it tells me a good deal about the man he was. Dublin, August 24th, 1918. Dearest Mother, Just a few lines to let you know that I am now feeling my old self once more and having a pretty good time here. Arrived last Saturday noon and went to see Mrs. Clarkson, whom I found to be in fairly good health. Both of the boys, Tom and George, were home when I arrived. There's a big strike on over here and Tom is not working, so that I have been over the district pretty well. He does not think he will ever go back to Canada again, as he does not like the climate, but says that after the war he will try South Africa, which he thinks will suit him much better. George is the dead image of his dad, and believe me, his ways are somewhat similar. He likes his little drop and is quite a sport. Have another pleasant surprise for you when I tell you that I went to see Tessie Daly, who is looking well, though she must be getting old. She does not resemble you in any way that I would see, and as Irish as you make them, she has quite a brogue. She is still living in the old homestead, perhaps if you remember that before your father died, he had a tile roof put on the house. They have had that taken off and a thatched one put on again. It sure looked funny to me to see that style on a house, though it seems to make the place cozy, cool in summer and warm in winter. Also was introduced to your brother Johnny's son. He's about my age and pretty short and slim. He does not resemble you either. Should you write to any of these people, please do not mention the fact that I have been over here before, as I told them I had not. Tell Dad I saw the old Clarkson home, also the barracks where his father was when in the constabulary. They are still the same and serving the same purpose, though the house is in a pretty bad state as that locality now has the poorest class of people living there. I have taken a few trips to the famous spots in and around Dublin, such as Docky, Bray Inniscore, Lucan, Kingstown, and Sandycore. I am enclosing a few sprigs of purple heather to bring you luck that I picked off the still of hope. The view and scenery from these places are certainly grand, but as for the city of Dublin itself, it is dirtier than Craig Street, which you know is going some. Also went to the old Royal Theatre, which has been practically rebuilt all over, and the Gaiety, where they have some very good shows. Back to the war, things have been going pretty good lately. It is beginning to look as though it will be all over this year. Believe me, if not then, it certainly will be early this spring. He was right. The armistice would be signed three months later. I remember when we would visit the family home in Saint-Jean, coming in from Mississauga for a holiday weekend, staying in the basement on folding cots. One wall was stacked with hardcover books George had read. Many with homemade dust covers I think were fashioned from scraps of wallpaper, his name in every one. He was a reader, and maybe most heartening to me today, a theater-goer. He seems up for a good time and writes sensitively of his Irish relations. That he writes at all may be for me the most endearing aspect of all. I would like to have had the chance to know him better, but that was a long shot. A few pictures and one letter may have to do. Oh, and of course the many dozens of Clarksons that follow in his wake.
Pretty Much, Episode 13, Un Autre Monde, written and read by Scott Clarkson, music by Clanad and Garner Firebird. Thank you.